Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the WTOC First Solar Weather Podcast with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley. I'm Andrew Gordon. We are on location here today, downtown Savannah, beautiful Chippewa Square, right in front of us. You can see that in one of the cameras. It is bottom right. Gorgeous day out there today. Kind of a nice setup that we're trying to have. This is kind of how we talk all the time. We've got multiple cameras giving you a view of us just hanging out on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon, Dave. We were down to 64 degrees in Savannah. Is that what we got down yep. to? Yep. Uh, coolest morning since June 20th. I think we got down to 63 that day. Yes, we did. Been up for a while, so I can't remember exactly, <laughs> and I should, but I'm pretty it sure. It was 63. Was 63. Because I, right. I know last night when I was working, we were forecasting 65, and I said if we get down to 63, that would be the coolest since June uh, 20th. There you go. Yeah, All right. So, so we actually had that. It's perfect. We'll take it. And, uh, yeah. you know, some of our inland areas made it to the upper 50s for the first time in a while. Statesboro, 58. Sylvania, I want to say, or Swainsboro, 57-ish. So we had some uh, very cool temperatures, fall-like temperatures, and, uh, you know, kind of fun to be right in the middle of downtown. You can see folks just walking around enjoying this A lot of activity going day. on, yeah, here so, in downtown Savannah. That's what we're here for. And you got a lot of tourists this time of the year, and especially this is the best time of the year to come down. Summertime is nice. It's too hot. It's too hot as you're trying to go out. Yeah. This is you're getting in the fall type of season. You get a little bit lower humidities. Usually it's dry, provided we don't have any tropical systems, and it's just a good time to come on out. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, getting into my favorite time of the year, not just because of all the activities, whether it's you know playoffs heating up for some sports or uh, just the fact that the weather is going to be nicer. That's it. You know, finally, we love it. We actually, you know, there's a breeze that we're coming in right now. You can probably see some of the the Spanish moss swaying over there as well. It's just gorgeous out today, Dave. This is probably one of the best days we've had in months. And I'm oh, being far. dramatic. Just love it. No, we had not. to take advantage getting out here and enjoying this beautiful weather. But the weather's not beautiful for everybody. We have some uh, tropics to talk about as yeah. we've now gone over the, the curve. We're on the, the downside. Downside here. Hopefully it doesn't go downhill for us. It looks like we're okay here. Looking at the latest system, which is Tropical Depression 7. By the time you guys watch this, might be Fiona as a tropical storm. Right. And this system, you know, it kind of, the chances with it bumped up rather rapidly beginning of the week low end yesterday medium end risk this morning bumped up to a 70 percent which is a high risk and then you get the hurricane center there at 11 they said you know what depression number seven so yeah. that's where we're at and you we're talking about it it could be by the time people are listening to it let people know that we are recording this here it is wednesday as september 14th and as we go on into the weekend this is usually released on a thursday so could possibly be a, a named system coming up yeah. here so there's a look. You see on the bottom left here what we're looking at as far as the of the uh, uh, track and the cone. I know we don't like to focus too much on the cone, and I think a lot of people are a little bit, um, uh, I don't say they understand what the cone of uncertainty actually means. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean anything about the, the, the size of the storm or the strength of the storm or really any impacts of the storm. Right. It's basically where the center may be based on statistical error from the past, I believe it's five or six years or so. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the cone is going to be the same for every single storm for a particular year. So you notice how it's very low. So, so the error is going to be very low, 12, 24 hours out. But the error gets a little bit larger as you get further out to, you know, 8,420 hours. So that's why you see it kind of rounded at the end. It's basically made up of circles, which tell you how far the center could be from there, what yeah. the statistical error could be. Kind of a game of Plinko, you know, 
you know where it's gonna go, likely the next few little pegs down, but you get to the very bottom, you're trying to hit that 10,000, well, that's five to seven days out. Very yeah. rarely do you actually hit that. So that's kind of a, a way to look at it as a, you know, forecast wise. The cone itself is like the Plinko board, and the further you go down, the less accurate it is, or harder to get it exactly right, right. right in that 10,000. That's I have to visualize things. So, I, so I have I to visualize it. things too. Acronyms. Think about yeah. what you're going to say, and yeah, you know. But it just yeah. basically, it, it's a long ways out. And we were talking about this earlier. Um, computer models are suggesting this potentially could go over a lot of mountainous terrain. Mm -hmm. Will it hold together? The exact tract is going to be very uh important on exactly the length of uh, or the strength of the system whatever's left of it so there's a lot of uncertainty but it's just something to watch want to make sure that you know that it's there and get your daily updates on it you're gonna watch out for these scrappy storms though dave because it was ingesting a lot of dry air dry air this uh, wednesday morning and still kind of resilient so not not that i'm worried about this because i'm really not to be honest and it is going to go over some mountainous terrain not necessarily puerto rico more so but uh uh, the Dominican Republic definitely has a lot of high mountains that could just right, right. tear up. You know, it's it's never good when you've got something going this way and it encounters mountains. It's just circulation gets all wonky. So, right. you know, that's what we kind of want. Not that we wish, you know, a storm or a system on, on anybody folks else down there. But right. if it's going to weaken it versus staying over open water, then uh, that's just the science behind it. Really. Exactly. So. And, you know, we're looking at this system and the good thing about it as of right now I know the GFS and the European models still kind to bring that out to the east of us. It's going to take a turn and eventually go out to the northeast and maybe not hit the United States at all. But you were talking about maybe a little different scenario for the Canadian model. Yeah, you know, that wants to bring it, if it holds its circulation together, bring it more so into the Gulf where, you know, who knows what could happen. But before it even gets to the Gulf, it's got to go over Cuba, more mountainous terrain. So it's just another hoop to jump through. It's got to go through a lot of things to make it to the Gulf as a surviving system, which I don't really see happening. Even at the end of, you know, we get into later Monday, this is probably going to be more of a remnant low of Fiona. So we'll see. I, I say probably so. now, but... Let's you, hope so. You never know. Uh, but it just goes to show, you know, you always have to keep an eye on it. We've been pretty quiet this year. We haven't really been following about a storm. Will it impact us? Will it not? Uh, this is kind of, I believe, maybe our first one that we've been kind of looking at, which has the potential. Colin was one of the last ones, but that really uh, developed over us. We didn't even expect that to develop, and it was while <laughs> moved while away we quickly. were legitimately sleeping. Yes, it began and died while I was asleep. Yeah, so pretty much. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is one of the ones that um, uh, we'll be at least following here over the next couple of days, and that's really about it in the tropics as of right now. Yeah, you know, there's some uh, areas of uh, disorganized showers and storms, but nothing that looks like it wants to get a, a load uh, to rotate around or right. uh, anything that would enter a favorable atmosphere or anything like that. So this is it. This is where our, our information is kind of being divulged into or pulled out of. And that's fine by me, you know, looking at long range models and not even seeing anything wild, which we'll take it. You know, we will take it. But just remember, don't get too complacent about uh of uh, the tropics even though we have been very quiet we are still kind of on the top of the bell curve if you will and a little bit of the downside but we're still near the top very active usually in the middle to the end of september uh, and even though you get into october you can still have storms uh, sandy uh, impacted a lot of the mid-atlantic and the northeast and that was right around halloween yeah so we're not out of hurricane season yet and matthew is in october not that i want to bring that up but yeah it exactly. was was in October. So I know that we all want to kind of get into this fall season. Loved the weather here today. Uh, feels nice with the breeze out there. Even though we're in the shade, it's not bad. Oh, uh, nice. 
I know we kind of want to to just focus on college football, NFL, just getting into the season. Yes. We just kind of have to think back there, too, that this also does directly correlate to peak hurricane season or most impactful time of the year because if you think about it, too, almost every year some sort of college game or NFL game is impacted. Impacted. Oh, Miami or, you know, one of these Gulf states, they got to move their home game because there's a threat of a system. Right. So. Hopefully this is the year that we keep it quiet. Uh, we had a very active stretch there really since the 2000s. It's just been active. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can get a little quieter for the rest of this hurricane season. But, you know, uh, we'll be watching. If anything does develop, as Andrew mentioned, you can track it on the WTOC First Alert weather app. We'll be giving you updates on that. Leading into our weekend, yeah. um, we are looking at still some quieter weather. I know... I haven't looked at any of the models yet. I was at a school visit, Ebenezer Elementary, this morning. So I haven't looked at a lot of the models yet for today. Uh, but the 12Z Model 1s will be coming out by the time I get to the station. So I'll be yep. looking at that. Uh, but they were trending a little drier for our weekend. So if you have outdoor yeah. plans, hopefully, uh, I know, I don't know, what, what did you have the rain chances for Saturday and Sunday? So 30, 20. 30 and 20? 34. I put Saturday. For Saturday? But okay. it's, it's kind of a fair shot. So either or well, he, he and I will sit there and, and discuss a difference of 10% for, for ourselves. But in reality, it's not going to create a big impact difference. Yeah. So. I, I don't, I don't usually sweat over 10, 20, 30% or whatever, as far as the difference. Oh, 20% versus 30%. It's basically telling the story, which day has the better potential. There will be some moisture trying to work in from the Atlantic. I know um, yesterday um, and Monday, the GFS was trying to develop a little low pressure along the coast, and they were keeping us wetter. I think we actually had about a 50% chance for showers yeah. on uh, Saturday especially. The European was developing that low further out, and then yesterday they both didn't really develop much, so a lot less moisture. We had the lower rain chances. Yeah. be interesting to see if that trend hopefully continues. Yeah, hoping so. You know, the further this front that brought us this nice weather stalls to the south of us, the better chance we have of staying drier. Yes. Because the... You know, these lows tend to, if it even forms, will kind of ride that boundary, which would be the stationary front that right. was the cold front. And the further south that is, how it's angled would be further away from us offshore. So right. if it does try to sneak back up north a little bit, that's going to increase our rain chance specifically on the coast. But I'm going to go ahead and call it here. It looks like for the next five to seven days, inland areas dry. No rain in the forecast. Yeah, and this is, yeah, exactly. I agree. You know, even putting in these 20, 30% chances over the weekend that we're talking about, that's primarily focused solely on I-95 to the coast. That's that's not even including inland areas like Statesboro, Vidalia, Glenville, Hazelhurst. You guys are going to be dry no matter what, even if yes. we're sitting here kind of, you know, stack pennies over, over rain chances. That's going to be more so the coast versus inland areas, which is largely in part looking dry. Higher pressure really going to hang out here and do us a, a favor of uh, making some favorable yard work time. Which is actually good because we need to see that drier weather in here. We've been very wet. Grounds are still very saturated in here. I know uh, uh, Dylan was talking about uh, going golfing, but he can't because he can't really go out in the golf right. courses. The golf courses are just soaked. Not all the holes are dry, even if you want to walk. A lot of people are trying to get the yard work out, but my lawn is still soaked in the back. Yep. So hopefully we can get a couple more days of the sunshine, dry weather, and, and allow us to get back to more of a typical pattern for our area. Yeah, you know, walking around in some of the grass, it's more like a bog. You know, it looks it looks fine, then you step on it, and then you sink an inch or two. So, and then you get your, your shoes all wet, So, which is fine, but that's it, it's a little misleading right now because we have been exceptionally damp 
lately, and we're flipping the script, you know, 180 on that and drying out here for the most part. So that leads to a nice weekend for the yes. most part. Maybe a slight rain chance at the coast, nothing that would probably stop me from going no. out to, to Tybee or, or no. wherever this weekend. And I'm off again Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so I got another three-day weekend. Pick your feet up. This is my Labor Day because I worked Labor Day last Monday, so we are looking at... Um, another three-day weekend, which would be nice. You say we, but it's... Me. You. Me. Which I is fine. I'm not I had my day off. Yeah, you already you had it your day fun. off. You had Labor Day off. Uh, but with that, uh, you got plans for the weekend? What are your big plans? You know, as of now, a little bit up in the air, uh, that, and that's fine. Just trying to see what this coastal or non-coastal low does, and that could determine um, some beach plans or not. But, you know, I'm excited to, no matter what, get a little football watching in. Oklahoma's playing uh, Nebraska, and that'll be something that we watch for uh, noon on Saturday, ultimate trap game there. I'm a little worried about that. New coach, <laughs> nothing to lose, going up to Lincoln. Uh, Who are you playing again, did you say? Nebraska. Uh, Blue Collar, oh, I believe. yeah, well, they just lost. Yeah, yeah, I know, to Southern, which is uh, you know big win here for folks that, that yes. are Southern fans. Uh, but more importantly, I think, on WTOC sa Sunday afternoon, the Bengals are playing in Dallas. Dallas had a terrible start to the season could not have gotten worse the only team to not get a touchdown in week one. Oh, really we lost, we lost Dak Prescott for I knew that for at least four weeks yeah. Jerry Jones not going to put him on the uh, the IR and uh, probably much to the happiness of our general manager vice president Larry Silverman because he Who's is a Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals fan yeah. exactly so, you know I was uh, joking earlier this week with my girlfriend because she not not a Cowboys fan but she sent me the, the little meme saying that Oh, you know, Dallas, the only team that didn't score a touchdown. We were at home. I was like, the safest place to be during a tornado warning, no touchdowns. You don't have to worry about it. Ah. <laughs> Got to have a little fun, poke fun at yourself. Oh, sure. It was rough. But, yeah. yeah, hopefully we get Dak Prescott back, even though he. it's not that he wasn't looking unimpressive. It was more so the offensive line. If you don't have that, you know, you're strong as your weakest link, and ours is our offensive line. So not, not a good outlook. That's my little soapbox jumping off of. Well, probably just, you know, enjoying the nice weather and watching some football. Well, we are going to be watching in the Turley household, of course, the Georgia game. They're taking on South Carolina this week, first conference game of the season, and it's uh, going to be interesting. Georgia still looks good. They're a little, little sloppy over the past uh, weekend, uh, last weekend, but they still did what they had to do, and they still look like the dominant team. Uh, you know, South Carolina is an interesting team here as this turns into a sports podcast. Uh, <laughs> two starting quarterbacks for Oklahoma have left me. Spencer Radler being one, Caleb Williams another. He was uh, stolen by Lincoln Riley to go to USC, the other USC, Southern California. But South Carolina, Spencer Radler's there now, and he took our starting tight end from last year as well, uh, Stogner. So it'll be interesting to watch the Georgia game to see these offensive minds that I grew up, or not grew up, but I'd watched it. So basically you're pulling for Georgia because you're upset that uh, they took your quarterback I'm not, and tight you know, end. As long there as Oklahoma go. wins, I don't care. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, that's it. So a lot of good stuff good coming weather. up here this weekend. The weather should be cooperating. Anything else we need to uh, talk about before we wrap I up this I think that podcast? I just have to give, you know, a thumbs up, thumbs down from you on the, the yard. Do it every time. Yard looking good. Yard looks great. I got to mow it uh, last Thursday before we got all that rain, Thursday night, Friday. And I still got rain Saturday night, too. So um, I'm probably going to mow it on Friday when I'm off. But it looks great. Things are looking good. Still wet in the back part where it's much lower. Uh, but it, it's looking good, and we're about to put some more fungicide down. I think the end of next week, okay. we'll put some more fungicide an update down. On that. And uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it stays well. 
Yeah, I think everything is uh, going good for us here weather-wise, hoping, hoping that stays the same, Dave. But, you know, for both of us, myself, Andrew Gordon, and Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley, hope you guys enjoy the nice weather, the 60s in the morning, and uh, we'll have another update for you guys coming up next week.